Welcome to a special episode of the Muck Podcast with a collaboration with Hell is Full of Dads. I'm <laughs> Tina Jaramillo. I'm Hillary Doherty. Welcome, HFD. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. So on our podcast today, well, it came out two days ago. We talked about the surprise that you two jokers tried to play on me. Yes. And I thought it was Ted Deutsch. Sorry, Cody. But I'm in love with my state representative. I know, my U.S. congressman. Yes, And US I thought that's who Tina was surprising me with. And then I came to Brass Staff. <laughs> <laughs> and it was even better than I thought. It was even better because I never expected it. On a scale of one to ten, how disappointed were you that it was Cody no. and not Ted <laughs> There's not a disappointment scale because I never thought that I would ever meet Cody and see you two together. Now we're sitting at the same table. It's fucking bizarre. It's crazy. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So Tina and I actually tried multiple different plans yes. to make this really hilarious. Our original plan was I was going to invite you out for a drink. This yeah, was yeah. my first brainstorm yes. was I was going to invite you out for a drink. Right. And then we, Tina was going to post on Instagram a picture mm. with Cody. And I thought that that would be the funniest thing because we've done that before where yes. she's been at my house or she, we've been together. Yeah. <laughs> it was always so much fun for me barefoot when you would do that. But they'd be right near us. It would just be the lead yeah. in to something funny. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Well, it was a great surprise. It was good to meet you. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I wasn't that big of a disappointment. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I got to sit with your families. Yes. Your wife, not your kids, but yeah. Cody's kids, but... It was very sweet. Your daughter's amazing. Oh, your daughter is amazing. Barefoot. Amazing. Thank you. She, she does that all on her own, though. I don't, that's, she's a pretty badass kid. I really yeah. Well, we were saying, I think in today's episode, or the one that gets yeah, released Wednesday. two days before this, but uh, that she's very mature. Mm -hmm. And just, I was not like that at her age. There's a maturity level and understanding of things that she's I mostly did not around have. adults mm. and she has, been that way for a long time so for a bit it was just me and her and then you know um unfortunately we live far away from her friends her mm. friends live in parkland um, right right right. so she's mostly around adults and we don't exclude her from you know most conversations obviously there's things that, that she gets excluded from but for the most part she's just around adults and she acts that way she's just she's really a great kid shout yeah. out yeah she is a great kid <laughs> so what's the age difference between your kids seven years yeah, because that six was years. my my brother was six years younger than me, and I had the same like I just like sitting around around a group of adults just listening mm -hmm. to them talk. I never, I was never like a wild like blah kind of kid. Yeah, yeah, but it's almost like two different families too. I mean, even though it's the, you know what I'm saying, like there's two firstborns. Usually, they right. how the family what is that called birth order? Mm -hmm. It's like two years later, three years later. If when right. it's that big of a stretch, it's like their own your own separate childhood right my my mom and the traits hold on i'm right. sorry and the traits are like firstborn and your brother would be firstborn right. you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah my mom so her my uncle is 10 years old the firstborn is 10 years older than my mom mm. and then it's my mom and then the next one is 10 years wow. before her so the oldest and the youngest are 20 years apart like they could be father and son so i have cousins that are you know eight to 10 years older than me and then eight to 10 years younger than me. And I'm sort of in the middle. That's crazy. It's so, crazy. So that's the thing. My brothers and sisters were like 
one right after and like the original. That's me and my brother. And so we're like Irish twins. Yeah, me too. The exact same thing. I got a I've got a younger brother who who was on the pod and oh, he's so good. A year Randy. And a, yeah. He's a year and a half younger than I am. And then my older brother is a year and seven days older than me. Mm. So like it's just like one right yeah. after another. So um but and now my little brother is having his kids like one right after another. And I'm like, you didn't learn anything. <laughs> Separate that shit out, bro. <laughs> Well, speaking of siblings and kids, so let's talk about your podcast that I and Tina, we love it so much. Yes. So much. So it's called Hell is Full of Dads. We've mentioned it several times several on our podcast. Times. And here we are at the table with the host, Tina. <gasps> yes, so crazy. So yes. Tell us about the podcast. Why did you start this podcast? Like, what is the inspiration? <laughs> They're staring at each other lovingly. So Cody and I originally had I guess plans to do a podcast but nothing specific yeah and then I we came the name just came organically from it's a George Carlin line Mm -hmm. um but then we both kind of didn't want to do like a total dad podcast fair fair yeah yeah so it it was more of so the podcast kind of is a is a mix between trying to show that parenting is really hard and it's not it's not like everybody's not going to do it the same and there's no like I mean, there's obviously a real wrong way to do it, but there's mm-hmm. no exact right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, it's kind of our blow off steam moment. So Cody and I have two very different lives as adults. Uh, you know, he's mostly at home with his children and I'm mostly away. So uh, I think I think that um, I don't know. I think we just examine parenting like from, from through a different lens. And I think it's fun to hear even the small amount of stories that kind of sneak their way onto the podcast to hear how differently we we parent our children or uh, even view parenting as, as an exercise. Mm. And Cody, how is it being a stay at home dad? Um, I mean, it's, it's good. It, it's either I'm there or I'm gone. Like I'm gone, gone because mm. I travel for work. So, and just with the pand- pandemic this last year, I've been home. I was like home for four months straight, just the start of the year. And it's good, but it's just like, I don't know. It's mind numbing. <laughs> especially with a you know a three-year-old and a one-year-old yeah it's it's a like, lot it's a it's l- just enough where you can't like do anything else and they don't really need your full attention but then you also have to make sure that they don't <laughs> kill themselves <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite thing about the podcast though is that cody's kids are so young and barefoots are older and the way that you both parent is is different too and people who call in like rusty who calls in and says <laughs> First of all, Rusty's my number one enemy calling in. That's number one. <laughs> number two, Rusty, their friend calls in, is like, what's the first alcoholic drink you're going to give your kids? And I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? And Barefoot has an answer. And Cody's like, first of all, I would never fucking use I don't even <laughs> know where this, who considers something like this. And he's like, <laughs> Rusty's like, Cuervo. I'm like, what, what? the fuck <laughs> is going on right now? I want to make this unequivocally clear. Okay. Co- uh, Rusty is also our worst enemy. So oh, it's fair. Yeah. It's, it's fair. No, he's been our best friend and our worst enemy for a very long time. <laughs> and I think he's been saddled with that all through adulthood as well. But he's also super supportive. He calls you guys all the time. That's hot. No? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and now, it just now dawned on me that you said that. Maybe he's just asking those questions just to derail art. He's like, fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know but that I don't he's know ever that planned is. that thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's us not giving him enough credit. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm going to flip it on set a second. What made you guys start a podcast together? <laughs> Tina. Okay, so what happened? I was interviewing, we 
we were in a, we led a political organization together as a president and vice president of an organization in yes. Broward. Women's and, March. Yeah. And so I would interview candidates who were running for office. Yes. On live, like Facebook interviews. And Tina would run the, the camera and everything. Yes. And so my friend Emma told us, told me that I should start a podcast where I talk to people. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. Who the fuck has time to do a podcast? I don't even know how to start a podcast. <laughs> And I told Tina and she's like, oh, we should do it. I'm like, what? Yes. And then I was invited to be on a podcast talking about music records. And so I went to this guy's house and I sat at the table and it looked like this. And I was like, I fucking have half the shit at my house. Like I could totally have a podcast. And so I went home and I started asking my husband, like, where's the microphone? Where's that board? Where's that switch? I know we have. And I started playing around with it and figured it out. And I said, Tina, I think we can start a podcast. Yes. <laughs> and I use Reaper, which is like a music editing podcast, um, like software. software yeah. And I taught myself how to edit and do things on there. And that was it. That was yeah. that was the podcast. That's how that it was, started. That was the podcast. And then we were like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And so. We talk about the things we always talk about, which is politics. Yeah. That's all we talk about. And then we love true crime because we are. Yeah. Murderinos. murderinos. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of blended. A few things. Yeah. That's pretty are. cool. Mm. Did you guys ever have any other ideas for podcasts that you didn't start? <laughs> that you can talk about without somebody else stealing them? <laughs> I, I have like a million ideas for podcasts. That was a leading question. <laughs> yeah. Objection leading she the witness. Tons. Yeah, I have a million. Yeah, Always. They usually have to do with books. Books, movies. Yeah. I have a really good movie one that mm-hmm. if someone wants to do it, I mean, anyone, anyone. A, a Cody Tina collaboration. <gasps> What's on your movies? movie podcast? So my son watches like a million YouTube videos and there's a YouTube video that is like the, oh gosh, it's something about like the start of film or like film through the years or something. And it's just yeah. little snippets okay. of the greatest, supposedly the greatest films. So I was like, oh, we should start with the first one, watch it, talk about it. And it's like, you know, go through each one. Yeah. I don't know. My, my son watches, cause it's like all the way back from, uh. God, before like Birth of a Nation, like, uh, you know, early, early film clippings, Birth of a Nation sucks, P.S., but um, early just clips that are like these films that are like 30 seconds long, you know, and he knows the names of all of them. But I said that would be a cool just to like look at the evolution of film. Yeah. And kind awesome. of do it that way. Why are you looking at me? Like that? <laughs> um, we're being interviewed. <laughs> You're interviewing people. <laughs> <laughs> so when somebody comes to Fort Lauderdale, where do you take them? What's your deal? What, what oh. is your, this is a very tourism driven area. What do you think the greatest thing to do is in Fort Lauderdale? It's like intro. So Cody has found out quickly that I don't do anything. <laughs> I took them to the beach. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cause that's my favorite thing right. to do. Well, and that's, uh, I mean, you got to go to the beach if you're coming to Fort Lauderdale. And then, I guess. um, his wife booked us a very nice dinner on a gondola. Um, which is more touristy, but I just found out it's very inexpensive. And if you get, it's six people on a private gondola. So if you get like five of your friends and we all, you all pitch in, it's less expensive. And it's a, it was a, it was, was it a good time? No, it was a really good time. And the guy, the specific captain that we had was very knowledgeable about like even like the history of the canals and shit like that. Mm, Shout out Jeff. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff. I like that. 
but as I feel far like as, I went to high school with Jeff. Just saying, <laughs> I feel like I know this guy. As far as like, I think I'm a terrible host, and that's the the hundred percent honest truth because I don't do anything really, like especially not touristy things. So I feel like I've been a terrible host. I think the most fun thing we've done is gone to Wawa and flown drones and Wawa. Oh my god, Wawa! Well, the problem too is that I love the elbow room, and that's like the first place I'm going to take somebody. Right, like it's a historic bar in Fort Lauderdale. It's right on the beach. It's amazing. It's been there forever. But fucking COVID, no, bro. Like yeah. you can't, you cannot go to elbow room. Right? I mean, it's Can we talk about this for a second? Wacky people. And I'm sorry to exclude you for just a second, Cody. But <laughs> elbow room's overrated. What? Are you serious? I ha- it was one of the first places somebody took me when I yeah. moved here. Well, it's it's like trashy Fort Lauderdale. It, uh, that's, that's like trashy. Yeah. Fort Lauderdale is yeah. trashy. But yeah. it Wait was packed with human beings and every... I mean, don't get me... I like to tie one on. But I don't like to be a moron. <laughs> and like everybody in that bar was acting like they've never been drunk before. It was the worst time. And I was like, and it was literally elbow to elbow. Yeah. Well, because it's name. small and it's, yeah. and I was like, get me out of here right now. <laughs> but have you been upstairs on a beautiful day and all you see is the ocean and then you've got a horrible cover band downstairs playing like, you know, blues traveler hook over oh, and over God. again. Like you've never experienced awful. a good, that, I, it's that's, but that's Fort Lauderdale. That's what it is. It's not some shishi thing. It's trashy. Does, does that sound fun to you? Cody? What's, the, what's the clientele? So, what's the, for Everybody program. we grew up is there with is there. They're it's, our age. It's white trash. They're wearing oh. bathing suits. There's no shoes on. Yeah, it is. Tra- it's trash Fort Lauderdale. That's I mean, is it trash Fort Lauderdale? Or is it like college kids? No, it's. I that's mean, not my scene. But I'll dig on some no, trashy not 30, 40. That's, no, 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 that's no. older. Yeah. It's, yes, okay. it's Cody. Older. Thank you. Yeah. This is why we're sitting here. Okay, <laughs> let's get into this right now. Okay, because I talked about this today. You two knuckleheads. This is what Cody and I would have a good time hanging out in Elbow Room because we'd sit there and laugh and at these people. You two, what do you want? What are you looking for in Fort Lauderdale? What do you want? You want to go what on a I? gondola ride? Is that what you want to do well, barefoot? I think, that, I think that what I want to do mostly is if I, if I want to see the ocean, yeah. I'll sit on the beach. I don't need to be upstairs where a trashy cover band is playing. <laughs> like, I feel attacked if right I wanna, now. If I want to get drunk, yeah. I get drunk in my front yard. Like I don't need to go <laughs> to the... I stand in a pink kiddie pool in my front yard flipping, you know, Boca burgers. I'm not, oh my God. I'm not going to go to the elbow room. I don't know. I think you're really, but what about, but what about like there? going to like the poor, like something downtown? Poor house. Poor what house? about poor house? What about poor house? Poor house? So, I would do poor house. Great bands. I've never been. Oh, <gasps> barefoot. I, I don't go downtown. Like you don't okay. understand. But I mean, how, long, wait, how long have you been in Florida? 11 years. Oh, okay, that's so why. Okay. So 13, miss, no, 13 you missed that scene when you were a young person. Like downtown. Okay. No, 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 it's no. off the beaten path and it's all old rock and rollers, great yes. music, great bands. Not there's no college kids wandering their stupid asses in there. That sounds pretty great. It is fucking no, amazing. It's dark. Yes. You can smoke cigarettes in there, which I'm fucking here for. Are you are you are you still a bar guy? Still no, go to the bar. Definitely yeah, not. Yeah, I can't yeah. go to the yeah. bar. Who goes to a bar? Are we too old for that? No, I don't think it's too I old. Know she's that. describing We're not chickens, though, I would go but... to. I'm not a bar guy because every time I think of a bar, like when I was in Tucson, we went to this place. And we walked in and I like walked around, went to the bathroom, came out and I was like, every girl in here looks like she's 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's a problem. That, is, like, that is hard go. now. It's very difficult to go somewhere and you're like, are they look 12 though. They don't want me here. They definitely don't want me here. I'm no. harsh in their vibe. 
They're like, is that my dad? <laughs> They're crushing my vibe. Well, like, my dad know that? Was it Chris Rock who was like, you don't want to be the old man at the club? Right. Like, oh, that's how I God. feel when I go to a bar sometimes. I don't even think it's that for me, right? It's just the fact that, and it's not even like solitude or quietness. It's just the idea that if I want to drink with you, it usually means I want to have a conversation with you. I want to, you know, it, for instance, we were at, uh, what were we at? Tap 42, Brass Tap. Mm-hmm. Brass Tap. The music wasn't too loud. There was not a whole bunch of other people that was the music too loud. There wasn't no, a whole no, bunch no, of no. other people there, and we could cross-talk the table. Mm. If I want to drink with you, like, I want to do this, what we're doing right, right now. The foundation of our podcast is, like, I literally just drink with my best friend and bullshit all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if we're going to go out to drink, I don't want to yell at you over... Over like, loud over the, music, yeah. yeah. I want to I want to. So sit basically, middle-aged hangout. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with or without these microphones in my face, like I would love doing what we're doing right now. But Aww, do you like, so like, do you like daytime? Cause I always do, which is, I know Hillary's going to make fun of me, but, um, I like taking people to like the alchemist or something like a daytime, like let's go have lunch. It's an outdoor. It's, it's very, you have, you been to the alchemist? No. Wait, is it coffee place? It's Maybe. a coffee place. It's well, a manor. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then it has you walk down, and there's like the taco place, and it's sort of yes. like outdoor vendors, kind of mm. that kind of thing, which I like. Yeah, sounds great. I was about to say, I think that would be like yeah. that would be something. And then when you <laughs> when you walk down, they have this mural where people have done, you know, like they spray painted like pictures up on the wall. There's an MSD, the Marjorie Stillman Douglas. They have mm. a memorial on the side. See, like I'm, that's I'm, where I would go. I'm all for like. Well, art wa- I'm snoring. I'm sorry. Quietly <laughs> bored out of my mind right now. I, I, I I'm at the elbow room in my head, <laughs> <laughs> laughing at somebody peeing in the corner. Sorry. <laughs> Tina's getting a taco. <laughs> the alchemist is called. I'm getting a taco, and then I'm looking at some cool yeah. like handmade jewelry. There's an MSD tribute. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. Let's relive those horrible memories. I well, feel like I'm watching our podcast being done by these it two. Is. Right it's like, yeah. That's exactly what we're seeing is I throw something out there and you're like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Can we please move on? Well, she did pre-warn. I know I you're going to make fun of me. I did. You, I guys, did. you guys are literally doing our podcast. So send me this recording so we don't have to record this afternoon. This and is the first time I've, drank, I've had a drink on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, so I've inspired you. Yeah, you have. Oh, barefoot. No. <laughs> Oh my, my favorite God. thing is Tina's husband's like, do you have a real name or is, do I just call you Barefoot? <laughs> I'm like, no, Barefoot. That's you should have told him that bare, Barefoot is your proper name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it's funny because, so if you haven't noticed, Cody exasperatedly sighs at me a lot or <laughs> what you can't see all the time because we don't release video is he rolls his eyes at me. That was a shade. That was shade. Was it? Yeah. Is that bad? Yeah. Was it obvious? Yeah. So he, he rolls his eyes at me a lot, um, like he rubs his head like he's doing right now. <laughs> And so he did it to y'all when y'all were calling me barefoot at the restaurant. <laughs> and I just saw him go. He didn't have to do that. He said it. He goes barefoot. He just said it just like barefoot. And I'm like, yes, that's right. That's what we call him. I want to be on the record. I don't mind it. I, I, if I ever want to establish like a brand online, like I wouldn't want it to be Nathan Brown, right? I'd want it to yeah. be barefoot Lobo. Like yeah, that's yeah. what I'd want. No, Keep I'd it support up. you and support you in everything that you do. <laughs> That's why I love you. Really. The thing is, is nothing. I'm the most agreeable person ever. And like, I do that, but it's almost like I'm 
it's like just a reflex for me where I just roll my eyes. I don't know. <laughs> and sigh. I sigh a lot. It drives a lot of people in my life bonkers. <laughs> I was about to say, you want to know like a little inside. So Cody is really just one of the most go along to get along. He doesn't get overly excited about anything and he's not going to get real bummed out if you don't do what he wants to do. But the people around him, like for instance, myself trying to show him a good time this weekend, <laughs> yeah. it has driven me absolutely nuts because you're like are you happy are you having a good time <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and it's funny because both both of our wives are kind of asking the same question cody is this fun for you the most excitement he has cody, shown oh my god <laughs> the most excitement he has shown is a six dollar sandwich from wawa <laughs> and it's good though wawa brings some good food guess what i've never been to wawa oh god what a surprise <laughs> you're the alchemist you're not wawa with the rest of us Getting gas and a fucking sub, bro. What's up? Look at her. Oh when my I, god. When I travel to, for work, where there's a well, you're it's from Pennsylvania. I know where you're from. Maybe yeah. that's why the they don't go to McDonald's either. Remember, yeah. like she, yeah. they're no, not buying fair. sandwiches at so, the gas station. Off pod, uh, <laughs> off of this because I, I think we'll bore everybody else here. My little brother and I were talking about uh, fast food as like uh, an extension of our abandonment of communal raising our kids. And it's really great, and I want to read you what he wrote, and then or, or send it to you, and then okay. and then we'll talk about it. But uh, we'll, we won't do that here because Cody's already shutting up. His eyes are glazed. Derail the conversation. It's fine. <laughs> Talking about Wawa. Finally, my ears okay, finally. Okay, so park how did, does it, How annoying is it when someone's like, "Are you happy? Are you good?" Is it annoying? Um, it's it doesn't bother me that much. It bothers me when my wife does it, or when somebody that's known me forever does it, and I'm like. The thing is, if I don't want to do something, guess what? We're not doing the thing I don't want to do. I'm never in the midst of something being like, oh, this sucks. And like, if I didn't want to do it, I can do so it. So you come to Fort Lauderdale. What is the one thing that you would want to do? Stay I didn't in the want hotel to, and like sleep all day or I go by the pool, I, like lay really, down by the pool? This is this was just a trip for my wife because she just works all the time. And as soon as she comes home, like take these animals and I, there's nothing we could do about it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, hey, it's been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's like... When we went out, that was it's been a year and a half since we've been out to a restaurant together. Good grief. Wow. It's fucking crazy. It yeah, is. like we're living a very different existence in Portland than you yeah. guys yeah. in Florida. Just yeah. out here. What's going on in Portland? So you West. have goats. I do have goats. Yeah. What's yeah. that like? It's great. Like <laughs> Do they, they chew everything? They eat everything in my yard. So you apparently don't need a lawnmower. No, they just keep the grass down. I just yeah. pictured that little cartoon. Remember a little cartoon with a little goat that just ate everything and went around? That's pretty much how it is. Yeah. But do they, now I work with somebody who had goats and she said she gave me out there one day and there was baby goats. Do they fuck all the time and then have babies or am I crazy? No, they do. Yeah. 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 Is that happened to you? No, we, the first two that we bought were already pregnant. Oh. Because we bought them for milk because the pandemic was starting. I was like, I don't know. We need to shore up some food supplies. (laughs) Good grief. I never would have thought about getting goats, but all right. We're in it. Do you drink, and you drink goat, goat milk? Um, I make soap out of it. My wife oh uh, my God. uses it. She drinks it. Yeah. Dang. Kids? Um, so yeah, you, kids, are you kids like are a, a um, like a doomsday prepper? I'm not. Not really. Like, but I mean, but not, I, I should be, but I just don't. Okay. I, mean, I could see that. him like if, if I one feel like more, he could survive. If one more crazy things happen, thing happens, like I could see him like that could be the next progression of who Cody is mm-hmm. because I mean, he's out here cutting down trees after they get struck or yeah, yeah, get, yeah. after they get like. And he's making soap. He's making his own soap. Yeah. Like, I believe that's that's the foundation of how Fight Club started, right? Like, weird. So basically, (laughs) when the world shuts down, we're all heading west 
to Cody's. Come out. We got plenty of room. He tells me all the time. You gotta, <laughs> he's like, if this, if the doll, if the bottom drops out of the dollar, bro, you gotta just get here. Just get here, bro. <laughs> it's really Sorry. a thing. I, I'm telling you, it's the no, next evolution in, of Cody is to be a doomsday prepper. The unfortunate thing is, I live in ground zero of the disaster because <laughs> Portland is just a mess right now. Yeah, what's yeah. going on? So you've shared pictures on your Instagram of like the drugs. Is it just open drug use? Is that what's happening? So we voted to completely de- decriminalize all drug possession. Right. Yes. Yeah, so oh. how has that affected the area? I think it's it's just no one no one can do anything. No one cares anymore. I mean, like, it's not but is good. there any intervention no. in terms of people being able to get access? That's you know. that was the idea, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's I mean, working out. Cody, I think they. I think they give them the choice of like you can pay a fine or you can come to this treatment. Right. Like I'm never going to pay the fine or go to this treatment. But they're not right. doing. But they're person. not doing right, a right. government yeah. based of we're going to provide you with like clean heroin or clean. You know what I mean? I think there needles. might be needle exchanges. Right. But, Dude, yeah. Cody shared a picture and it had. They were like cleaning up like this, I don't know, a 10 foot by 10 foot area, a pile of needles oh, that was God. so fucking horrific. It was crazy. It yeah. was crazy. That's scary. Come well, on. Not to do anything political here, but that's the problem with like neoliberalism, right? It's like, oh, we're going to decriminalize dr- drugs, but we're not going to give anybody the opportunity to get help. And that I yeah. think that that's one of the things that really like destroys all of this idea of compassionate understanding of people having a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like they legitimately have a sickness. So we're going to decriminalize that sickness, the, op- the the access to that sickness, but we're not going to provide them help right. that would maybe help at least. Why, they are, yeah. why they're an addict in the first right. place. There's, exactly. also, there's also this idea, Portland's just fucking the extreme example of everything, of being like, oh, if these people want to live in a tent in downtown Portland, they should have their, they should live their, their best life. I'm like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Right, right. So there's like tent cities. Yeah. Yeah. We had those in Fort Lauderdale and they bulldozed them down. Like they bulldozed them down and then they put they, big fences around right. down by the library. But they threw all their stuff away. Right. So yeah. that wasn't the right answer. Yeah. And seeing that the problem is that like, like Cody and I always say, we're not going to solve this here. Like yeah. that, we, uh, that's not the right answer either, but I don't know what is. But there's some good things. And can you say one good thing about Portland? Well, that's the thing is I think now at this point, all of the great things, like, yes, you know, the mountains are cool. Like, yeah. Green. But seriously, where humans are not. Right. I mean, but yeah, all the things that made Portland. This has been. This is a point of contention with my right. family. Is like all the things that were awesome about Portland two, three years ago. They're just they're it's not gone. They're going away. Wow, that's yeah. awful. I just always think of that show Portlandia. <laughs> yeah, that's like my idea. You know, what I mean, that's like right. the idea no, I have yeah. of Portland, of or at least how the world used to view. Yeah, I Portland. saw a post today that was like. Uh, my car was one of five cars totaled when somebody, like a homeless couple in a van, just slammed into these parked cars and just pancaked them all together and then just left and walked away. Jesus. And it always seems like something's always on fire. Like, I've never verified it, but apparently if you, if you own a tent and you, like, it burns or it gets stolen, the city will replace it. So they just trash out their tent, light it on fire, and then get a new tent. Oh, my God. Yeah, what is going on out there? I don't know. And yeah. I told my wife, I was like, is it a certain point where the citizens of the city... Because the mayor and they just like, right. like whatever. Is it like where the citizens actually have to do something about it? And then like an hour later, there was a video on that Instagram page of somebody with the rifle pointing at the crazy what, guy. In the you get to a point. I mean, I'd imagine you get to, the, you're pushed <laughs> to a point where it's like enough already. Yeah, because it's Come your on. home. Like once it starts. And right. that's the thing is that Portland was like, we're going to take care of the tent problem. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, we're not. We're just going to 
clear it out of Portland and then it's going to go to the suburbs. And then it becomes a like, okay, this is now actually my home. It's like, so it's you, a complicated you live outside of the city. The yeah, I do. Okay. So yeah. you, so when you see it, you see it when you go into the city. Do you see it coming out it's that creeping, way? It's creeping my, my way. Jesus. Right. Yeah. That's but, but I mean, but something needs to be done to provide housing, healthcare, and all of these things to alleviate the pro- the overarching problem of homelessness. Exactly. And it's I mean, also it's like, there's, I mean, it's, and it's also people, there's also a large amount of people that don't, well, like will refuse to help. Right. Right. Like, let's do it. So I don't know what we do about those people. And then there's just like the influx of just people that, because Portland shut down. Yeah. We've been shut down and people are now homeless that weren't mm, homeless. Right. 16 months ago. Jesus. Wow. Well, the homeless shelters here have to be, you have to be sober to go into them. Mm-hmm. And so people won't take that help either. Right. So that's a problem too. Yeah. You know? But right. that's, you're just addressing, you're not getting to this, the root the, cause. Yeah. Right. We're not doing anything. Right. No. We're not doing anything to help. Cody yeah, seems like addiction. he's got it all figured out. What are you going to do? Well, I don't know. The weird thing is this happened like before the pandemic because we have, we have Nike, we have Adidas, uh, Columbia Sportswear. We have these major clothing and corporations mm-hmm. in headquartered in Portland. And the guy, that, the CEO of Columbia, before the, like a year before the pandemic had, I think two or three instances where people that had traveled into Portland to work for Columbia were assaulted on the streets of Portland. Holy shit. By homeless people. Yeah. And he's like told the governor and the mayor, like we have to do something about the city or I'm, I'm pulling my company out of here. Hey, money talks, bitch. Yeah. Sorry. But that's then they're how like, we're like, eh. So he's like, oh, oh, fuck, I guess Christ. I'll, I guess I'll just take care of it myself. So he's building like this massive, like complex to like do something about it. Holy shit. Wow. Well, I don't know what I can do as an individual. No, 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 you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. Keep those goats, honey. Doing good. Bumming you out. Bumming you out. Okay, so I'll bring it back. I know. It's a big problem. I can keep this thing moving. It needs help. Let's go. It needs to be. So, how long have you two been friends? Twenty years. No. 20, about 20 years, tw- about 20 years, pretty I, close. 20 I love years. the story of how you two became like good friends. Wait, how did you guys meet? So our friend Rusty. Tina obviously doesn't listen to podcasts. I, I sort well, of let you know that. But we of have, the people sitting here, I listen every But oh, we have come, other people listening <laughs> who don't know the backstory. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I'm it's professionalism. <laughs> That's a lie. She doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Goodness, goodness uh, that, gracious. I'm telling you, I'm watching my podcast. I'm <laughs> number one. I got to be number one um, here. So... <laughs> Our friend, our friend Rusty, who calls into the podcast, yes. uh, was friends with Cody through school debate. Yes. And then he came to, he ended up coming to my high school and became my friend through theater. So we met mm-hmm. in theater class. Oh debate and theater, I, we were such, I'm we were so awesome. You I guys have no this. idea. Yes. Theater uh, kids are like some of the best kids. Well, it's funny too, because he was a wrestler and in debate, and I was a football player and in theater, so I was just like... Basic like, renaissance <laughs> men. <laughs> just all around badasses. Yeah, um, still. And so through Rusty, we met and became friends, and then we just slowly edged Rusty out of the friendship. <laughs> I mean, him and his... Wow. He's got a friend. It's called Jose Cuervo. <laughs> They're BFF forever. Oh, my gosh. So, and then I guess as... So we both moved away, I think, before... Well, no, Rusty left, I guess, for the military, but... We both kind of moved away and stayed away for a while, and I think that it kind of reshaped where we're from, like the, our view of where we're from, and maybe even reshaped our view of like everything else around us. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though we th- 
we're totally different human beings, like to our cores. We've maintained a through line of friendship through that, I think, right? Oh, Yeah. So debate and theater. So it, as a debate kid. Oh, were you? Oh, I've been uh, waiting for this yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you just like standard debate, or did you do the you know the speed debate? Um, you know what I'm talking about because yes. I have heard kids and Pol- policy or we think when I went. To oh school, my god! Cross, I mean, it, it's it is a skill. Yeah. It yeah, is it a is. skill to be able to let's do see. that where you do it super fast. So let's see. Let's see this paper here. He critically examines every single thing because, and I don't know if yeah. it's because of debate or that's what made him. I, can't, good. I used to be able to just fucking like you practice it by the way you practice that type of debate is you read out loud with a pencil in your mouth. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's in. I've heard okay. so it's students. like restaurants like Atlantic Avenue are bustling on a Sunday afternoon, and don't you just keep reading? Like yes. your whole entire case is like delivered. It's the stupidest. Yes, it's the. How do you? There's no way to. Form I, used an to I used to <laughs> no share. I used to share um, a space where, the, when I was a yearbook advisor, it was a yearbook advisor, and next door was the debate room. And you know, we would be in there hours. It's after school, and then all you would hear is the kids, like just going. I'm like, how do they just keep going for so long? And that's all you would hear. So it was always interesting to me because it just it's a definite developed skill that you have to have to do that. And he's the worst person to debate with. Because it doesn't matter if he believes in what he's arguing, mm, yeah, he will destroy what you're saying and like make you question the foundations of your very right. belief system. So but you're also, good at it. so okay. also tell them what's on your your travel camera bag that carries your drones. Oh, it's my. I had a. I have a patch that I found in like my stuff. It's like my 2002-2003 debate state champion. Oh, patch. you were oh, the I state champion. So you traveled everywhere. You, you, wait, but you travel everywhere. 2002-2003. It was my That's high school? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> That's like taking a bullet. <laughs> yeah, he graduated uh 2 2 3 years after I No, 2 years after I did. Lord have mercy. So you traveled everywhere. Debate. You go everywhere. Uh New Mexico, Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, that type of debate and I started because uh, there's that and there's Lincoln Douglas debate, which is the two mm. main types of debate. Lincoln Douglas, they get a new topic every two months, so you're not doing it. But that you have the same talk the entire academic year. Yeah, but it's more like that's more like lawyership. But Lincoln Douglas was more of a little more freedom to like develop an actual argument and come up with creative ideas, which was I like better. Yeah, it's tons yeah. of research. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is the part I was always terrible at. Mm. Yeah, but do you have a team? No, when you're in Lincoln Douglas, it's just you. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And then I would do that. And Lincoln Douglas is, there's a part in the middle where it's cross-examining. This is boring debate talk now. No, I love it. Um, <laughs> if you can't tell, beyond being gorgeous. I know, we're all staring like, tell us more about debate, Cody. <laughs> incredibly intelligent. Oh, yeah. And I love him more than anything. Yes. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just take a picture of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them are just Tell us about staring, <laughs> their their chin in their hands, staring at Cody <laughs> across the table. Okay, I'm in, I'm in love with intelligence. We're it's gonna amazing. have to fight. Oh We're gonna God. fight. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> I I don't fight over my man. I know where his I know where his his um, loyalty lies. So <laughs> okay. So Lincoln Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> it's all divided up in rounds where each you know. The affirmative and the negative have like each take turns, and then there's a part in the middle where you ask each other questions. Mm. And technically, if you're judging debate, you're not supposed to give points or decide a debate on that section. It's supposed to be 
if you're debating me, I'm clarifying all the things you're say, you're saying. I'm not making any points to the judge. And but I that was my favorite part because I could absolutely destroy people asking the fucking <laughs> questions. And I've won. I've I know for a fact I've won debates by just making people sound like idiots. So, That's fun. Yeah. That's a good skill to have. Yeah, it is. Except if you're married to that person. They're like, oh, here no, we fucking go. <laughs> here we been go. friends for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're debating. Is this Nick <laughs> and Douglas and Dana? I guess we're just going to argue this I'll just out. take the garbage out myself. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's when, if there's something I truly believe in, then it's a problem. Yeah. It's a real problem for people. Tina, were you in theater? I was not in theater. Oh, I, thought, I thought that's where we were going. <laughs> oh. but, but you were in theater. So were you like on stage theater, musical theater, regular theater? He was Edelweiss. <laughs> or were you like, or were you, you know, like AV behind the scenes? So I was on stage. Uh, in fact, Rusty and I did not like each other for a very, like for the first, like 10 months we knew each other You're because. And he was a jet. Because <laughs> we were in, um. We were in the play Arsenic and Old Lace, and he got the lead originally, and then the teacher was like, I think Nathan would do a better job, so they flopped <gasps> us, Uh-oh. Wow. Uh-oh. and they made him Whoa. play. It's uh, devastating. Was yeah. he the understudy, or did they give no, him they, another no, role? No, they, we, I was playing, I had I had auditioned for two roles, and I had gotten the, um, oh, this is a real throwback, so I had gotten the <laughs> bad guy, Jonathan, right, in the play instead of Mortimer Brewster. So, and the reason I'd gotten the bad guy is because the, the, the girl they cast to be the lead was my best friend. So they didn't think that there would be enough like romantic acting for that to work. Right. Like we've been friends since the, like the sixth grade. So like there was no way it was going to be like, everything was kind of awkward and giggly. And so, you know, we were 16 year old kids, we didn't, you know? So, um, so they, Rusty so was, got, she got stuck with Rusty? Rusty was... Oh, <laughs> you've never even seen the guy. <laughs> yeah, I told you he's my uh, arch nemesis. Rusty was new to the school and new to the class, so she figured with some mystery there might be some 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 kind of like a, some kind of spark that this would be teacher, different. really, she thought a lot into this. She was great, Listen, actually. It's a lot of work. So then into, as we got into it, they, there was just no chemistry, like none. And... I was clearly not very good at playing a bad guy. Like I just was not doing a great job. So she no surprise. (laughs) So she flopped us. I became Mortimer Brewster, and uh, he became Jonathan, my brother. And it was great. The play went off incredibly. We had so much fun making it. And Rusty and I ended up developing a good friendship. We became we were excellent on stage because we legitimately didn't like each other at the beginning. (laughs) Um, And and Rusty is a natural performer for all of everything about him. He can just, he can perform. His wife's good at debate, right? We talked about this. He's a natural performer. So we, we did a great job. And then I, that was actually my first big play. So then I started doing some, um, New Mexico junior college. I did some community theater there. Um, I played, uh, Mercutio in a, in a, uh, like knockoff version of Shakespeare in the park. It was done at like a small park in Dallas, Texas. Well, look at this. Who knew? And so um, I loved it, and I, um, I I would probably I think when my kids get older I might go back to community theater. Oh yeah, my I was, god! I was so. gonna say I, I know someone I know someone who does community theater around here. Well, and remember uh, Gab- our friend Gabriella? Oh, that's right. She was in a show. That's right. It'll probably be when Ducey's more Riley's age when they you know Bo needs less like come home assistance and or 
uh, you know, a little less relief or when he's like able to go with right. friends somewhere, then I can commit to doing something like that because it is a lot of time, yeah. right? It's like a time commitment. So, but yeah, no, I, I love theater. I, I, more than anything, like if you want to go see something live, I'm, I'm your guy. Like I will go all the time. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. All right. Every single day. Oh, that's now, will the credits read Barefoot Lobo? Or is it going to say like, that other name? <laughs> wouldn't, that, name? wouldn't that be funny if I was just like, uh, I'm Barefoot Lobo. Who is I want this the- guy? He's a new what? star. You're trying to build that brand. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> hey, let's, let's do I'll build my brand on the back of the Muck Podcast any day of the week. Have at it. Oh that's what we're God. all trying to do. I'd pay $1,000 to see you act in something. Oh, my God. <laughs> Break out the money. I think I still got videotapes. Dad might still have the tapes, baby. Let's go to the tape. The VHS. <laughs> I'll have my dad send that over right now. We'll oh, just my God. Watch me be Mortimer Brewster. Do you know how many videotapes my parents have that I'm, like, going to set on fire? There are so <laughs> Wait, oh you know God. when your dad has or, like, one of those cameras that's, like, on the shoulder and oh. everything's wobbly, like, nothing is clear. Like, we don't all have Cody with his camera expertise filming us. When Do you know kids. I don't really, like, film anything with my family you ever. don't no just an iphone that is it it's yeah. good though yeah, but would you want to come home and do your job with your kids like i feel no. like that's fair right yeah like how hard is it to tutor your children because you teach all day not uh it's something that we do not do right it just doesn't work no way i couldn't no. imagine that that's no. like i wouldn't want to come home I and have try to sell so my much kids patience water. for <laughs> everyone's else everyone else's children but my own <laughs> when it comes to teaching anything or i think that's fair though right like you've taught them everything else let somebody else teach them math you know? oh god math forget <laughs> it forget it the worst worst subject mm-hmm. so <laughs> do you either of you one of you both of you want to share a favorite political story or any story <laughs> story time on the mug yeah he's got entire it. life for this moment <laughs> <laughs> Wait, talk about how great of a fan Barefoot Lobo is of our podcast. Yeah, he is the best fan. Barefoot Lobo from the get go, number one, number one fan, number one star, heart eyes at you, Barefoot. (laughs) I again, I love you so much. The content is excellent. I I don't know, I don't know what your listenership is, but you're you're wildly underrated. Incredible no, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Incredible pot, like literally an incredible podcast oh and an le- incredible concept. And you guys are not only really good at the delivery and the stories, but you're you're wonderful at showing that you're passionate about the project. So I think that when you're talking about listening to podcasts, whether they're famous or whether they're not, mm-hmm. like that's the thing that you want to hear from the people on the podcast, right? That they really enjoy what they're doing and that they've that they've at least at the very least done some research or have an idea of what they're talking about. And so you mentioned my favorite murder earlier. Yeah. yeah. That podcast is incredibly good at that. Mm-hmm. Like they're really good at loving what they do and then also being interesting while doing it. Um, I think that, I think that one of the reasons I couldn't do a political podcast is because I'd, I'd be far too serious. And I think that you guys, it's even when you're talking about uh, contemporary stories, you guys can find something to at least kind of lighten the mood around even like the terrible sheriff story you shared this week. Like there was so little around that, that was, able to lighten like you couldn't lighten that story up it was like utterly disgusting gut-riching mm, yeah but you guys you guys were able to have conversations around it that made me not want to vomit 
all the way through the story. So I think you guys are incredible, and I know that was way Aww. too much of the that doing that. Your foot. I um, call you every day. I want to hear this every day. <laughs> Tell me how wonderful I am, please. I don't even want to get out of bed in the morning to be honest. So I need it. I need it. <laughs> so uh, we, you guys have talked about one of the most interesting characters in politics to me, and that's LBJ. Oh yeah. Um, we talk a lot. You've talked a lot about. Um, his his BDE. Just, yeah his use of the, <laughs> his use of wait 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 does Cody know what BDE is because we need to tell him big dick energy yes <laughs> honey yes <laughs> LBJ had it in space so one of the things that he did a lot was intimidate people through just his lack of shame right, right. he he the Johnson treatment right yeah. exactly so he would be physically intimidating to you if he was bigger than you mm-hmm. um. He would show you that you didn't matter by using the restroom while speaking to you. Mm-hmm, like yeah. he, these are things that, like that's a man that doesn't give a shit about yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's incredibly interesting because it's pretty widely known that in his personal life he was relatively a, a general racist person mm-hmm. um, for the time, right? Right. Like the, again, the time was engulfed in that. Like it was just regular. He was from Texas, so this is the way right. he, he spoke about people. But to be to to be the the per, the name on the bill that passed the civil rights bill originally, right. like that's just bananas to me. The the, the like the, just the conflict of 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 humanity there makes me crazy. Right, the, the the figurehead versus the personal. There are some great stories surrounding um like the run between him and Nixon. Uh, which are fantastic, like because they're both like shitty dudes, right? Like they are <laughs> not cool at all, and. So, like, they had this, like, gentleman's agreement. Um, who do you run with? Mondale, right? That's mm-hmm. who LBJ ran with the, uh, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was, like, they both just shit on Mondale during that whole entire <laughs> run up for presidency. And then the other thing is, is, like. Tapping the table. What? I was tapping the table. It's definitely translating to that microphone. Okay. <laughs> um, so, and the other thing was, like. There's a great story, and now now it's kind of evading me some of the details. But he, um, they had gentlemen's agreement around Vietnam, mm. and Nixon's people flew to Vietnam and started negotiating with the communist leaders of Vietnam for like a ceasefire. And they had already had a gentleman's agreement that they were going to leave Vietnam off the table. I'll send wow. you the story. It's in a book I've read called uh, the. The fraternity, the greatest fraternity in the world, it's like the U.S. presidents. Wow. But it talks about the relationships between the presidents. And there's so many great stories in there about how shitty these dudes are to each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but this, the Nixon, the Nixon LBJ stuff, I love LBJ as a, as a figure to study. Because yeah. it's just all, the, the whole thing surrounding the man was just incredibly weird and strange yeah. and a lot of fun. And he was so shy, Steve. Goodness gracious. <laughs> he was so crazy, like weird. Like he would just be mean to people for no reason. Yes. Didn't we cover that he's a fucking rapist? I mean. I I don't know what? about that. Oh, what? I think we did. I think he we came did. came into the bedroom. Yes. Oh, that's Somebody. right. Yes. That's yes. right. Yep. Yep. I mean, he's a fucking. That's right. I forget. Yep. Right. Dick. Which and was then, a story I had. I had no idea yeah. about. Like, I just thought he was interesting to read about he because asked, he was a racist. And right, Cody. Did you know that he built? He had them build a shower just for his dick at the White House. I get. I get. I get it. I yeah. mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, was it a shower within a shower? Yeah, yeah. it was like a second like a lower, shower head that was yeah. lower that would. And they're like, we can't do this, and he's Fantastic. like. We can get troops into Vietnam. You can build me a fucking shower for my dick. Bye. <laughs> that guy was. Bye. You think the dick shower still there? I hope so. Can you it should imagine? be on the tour. He was absolutely <laughs> one of the strangest people in politics. I, I think that all of the stories that you guys have told around him, 
um, and some of that stuff. Like he's not admirable. Like that's, I don't want that to be what comes across here. He's absolutely not an admirable human being. It's just strange. Like the infamy of the guy. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Mm. I don't admire him one bit. I I just, I find him interesting. Yes. Oh, I could do a whole nother. You want me to do 45 more minutes on LBJ? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have one Cody? I don't have any political stories, no. Oh, boo. Um, I can't tell you guys an interesting story, though. Okay. Yes. It's one of the most interesting stories I've ever heard in my entire life. So to preface it, um, when I heard this story, I knew the person that told me for a, like at least a year before he told me this story, and it's the most interesting story another human's ever, and I don't know why it took him so long. <laughs> but I have this friend, we'll call him Tim, and he was telling me that when he was growing up, his brother, um, his older brother, wasn't was very kind of like antisocial, and literally was the kid that lived in the basement, lived in his mom's mm. basement, and hardly ever came up. Uh-oh. And Tim's brother Rick, call him Rick, one day came up from the basement, sat down at the table, and started explaining how he had found this community online that that he's like he's been in chat rooms he's made friends he's Uh-oh. like finally found his like acceptance in the world and it's these this community that believes that they're dragons that have been reincarnated as people oh okay 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 <laughs> <laughs> and i mean up to this point he had literally like didn't leave the house or whatever and he's like i found this community and now he's a dragon he's gonna go fly yep. spread those dragon wings we're reincarnated and one day we will be dragons again and we will take over the world. That's our whole, that's our whole thing. It's almost like a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he was like, I'm, I'm moving out. I found friends and I'm going to go live with them. And Holy shit. Dude. So is he going to a lair? Like where do they have a lair? Are they dragons? It's an apartment. Soho. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, you know, know, there's a lair. There's a lair. I mean, or do they call, maybe the apartment complex is called the lair. Oh, dude. Yeah. So I think there's 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 that <laughs> element to it, and yeah. like kind of like living that kind of dragon lifestyle. Yeah. Um, another thing about it is that like um, gender is ambiguous. Like, there's no like you uh, might you might have been a female dragon, you might be a male. Like, it's all just everybody's mm. fucking. You know, that's what I it's would about. totally be a male dragon. <laughs> Give me that. I want it. So yes. we did. He moved out, and he because I'm thinking like I'm thinking this early 2000s. Okay, I'm thinking this is almost pre-Game of Thrones, he designed and started a company that made dragon dildos. Oh, yes. See, okay. I told you I wanted to be a male dragon. Okay. Give me okay. that dragon. Because there's, there's that sex element to all of this. Right. So he did that and made millions of dollars. Oh, my God. You are kidding me. Cody. Look. Oh <laughs> Well, this is the best story that's ever been on this podcast, by the way. That is wild. Wait, but wait, is he still a wait, dragon? Cody looks like he wants to say more. So I, I need think, to know. I want to say, I'm recounting the story, but it's the basic principles there. I think like five years into it and after that, he was driving with a bunch of his dragon buddies and they got in a car accident <gasps> and they were all killed. No! Cody, what happened to that dildo money? <laughs> Where's the dragon no dildo money? Idea. I know he didn't give it to his family for sure. It went to the lair. Those fucking it went to the lair. bozos inherited it. Holy shit! Oh, that's a sad story. And is it? Because that's not how you reacted to it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Oh, I don't want the guy to die." 
But the thing I is, it's a roller coaster of a story. My yes. friend told me that if you meet somebody in like this community, and you mention his brother's name, they know who he is. He's so he's like he's, uh, he's like a god. He is the he's the king of the dragon den. <laughs> <laughs> and that should be the title of this little king of the dragon dick. Well, sometimes I, at night I think I call myself that. I'm the dragon dick. That's incredible. What a story. That is the one of the most interesting this is the things craziest you have ever story said to me. I think I've ever heard. It's literally the most interesting thing that's ever happened to another human being. And like I said, it was like a year <laughs> before he told me the story. And I've told that to so many of us. I was like, that is the You could not when save is the movie that for being our podcast made? at some point. No, it's mine. We you never asked else? me to tell a story. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just always talking, 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 talking. I mean, could you, can you imagine that's your brother, though? Like, this is what your, what's your brother's been His hiding legacy. in the basement. It comes out. This is the legacy. D- designs dildos. How do yep. you even... What the fuck? Okay, so wow. here's what's going to really did happen. Did they have wings? What, did, what is the difference between a regular oh, dildo and a dragon dildo? No, I'm very curious. Right. Like, now I kind of want to Google it. Like, what's the difference between those two? <laughs> you never seen a Don't dragon dildo. Don't do it on Tina's Wi-Fi. No, what does that look like? <laughs> does it have the dragon tongue out? Like, does it have wings? <laughs> like, what's happening in this dildo? <laughs> Oh so, my goodness! Because I plan to steal this recording after you edit it and simultaneously simultaneously release it on <laughs> Household Dads because that, yes. that would be a lot of fun. Yes. Why don't you guys tell us one of your favorite parenting moments that was oh. like totally like WTF? <sighs> Jesus, Gosh. there's a baddragon.com that I'm pretty sure is this guy's company. Oh yeah, the no. first thing on the Google. Room. Um, I please share I it. With me. What a kickoff to the parenting conversation. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, look at this. I had to think about this. I wish I had glasses. They're just so weird. Like They're just multicolored weird things. <laughs> wow. So uh, now, can you, by the way, send me the link to that site. Does, so. it, <laughs> <laughs> does anybody want to tell a parenting story oh, before we get out Thank you for the segue barefoot. Oh, uh, calm down, everybody. Calm down <laughs> down there. <laughs> I don't have any parenting story. I I don't. I don't have any. What? what, Ask me a question. I'll tell you something. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Like a crazy. What do you mean? Just any parenting story that pops to mind. We always we have so many. Like your kids are crazy, right? My kid. Well, my kids are crazy. Nobody's kids are just nuts. Yeah. Um, Do a parenting podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Kids come. Kids are. Your kids are of the age where they'll come home drunk, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Cuervo. Not yet. Not I'm yet. introducing yeah. the Cuervo yet. next week. Not yet. I feel like I told this story on the podcast already. Um, the only thing that happened recently is my youngest lost a tooth. And he's not really, doesn't super believe in, he doesn't really believe in the tooth fairy, but he still, you know, put the tooth under the pillow. And the one before that, my oldest had stolen and had written a note and stole the money and wrote a note oh saying, my God. didn't I tell you this? No. So the tooth before that, my oldest wrote, you know, uh, it was something like, you know, uh, sorry. Um, I'm a little, I'm, I'm going through hard times right now. Uh, so I don't have any money for you, but have these chocolate chips and you put two chocolate chips in a Ziploc bag. And Jesus. So he comes out and he's like, what is this? And I was like, wait a minute. And I said, you got to give him the money back. So didn't I tell you this? No, this is the greatest crazy. thing I've ever heard. 
so then the next how much so, money was it how you went through all this oh, trouble for what two bucks it was like a few dollars yeah I mean, my god so um i think it was more just to like mess with him <laughs> so then he lost another tooth and he this was a couple of weeks ago so he puts it under the pillow completely i completely forget my husband forgets we forget and then he he comes out and he goes it's been two weeks yeah now that story i got i do that all the time he's like it's been two weeks what happened yeah and i was like oh and i said you know um it's covid (laughs) i think that she had i think she got contact tracing I left notes. She was scared. Yeah. I didn't have cash. And yeah. I was like, sorry, yeah, I'll sorry. come back later. Yeah. Let's slip that note. Cause I right. had no cash at my house. So I basically said, yeah, maybe I think the tooth fairy got contact traced. around. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we, you know, uh, threw a couple bucks in there. That's the greatest story <laughs> I have ever heard. That is such Wait a... Wait a minute. We just heard about dragon dildos. Calm down. Uh-huh. This is not the greatest that story That is ever. hilarious. I, oh I mean, God. if there's any clarity on the fact that parenting is just so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The entire undertaking of it, it's summed up in that you story. Forget, right you forget. You forget. Even with the tooth fairy, think about when parents use those elves, the elves on the shelf. Oh, whatever. that's too much work. The fucking work that, that goes is into work. that every single night. I that's why I never shelf. had that. Do you have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Never no. fucking did that no sometimes I, I I sometimes i'll wake up like the next morning and just throw her somewhere <laughs> yeah. I like i have no idea what these, i was supposed yeah, to be these, doing these parents that are like let's make little like snow angels like, oh my oh god, my god. No, the, the, no, the no. effort and the amount it's of the work effort. It's if you I do on the shelf, if yeah, I, already, but I'll you just hang, like I'll hang mine on the on the you know the if, if on I, the window or something I'm not, yeah. like, I'm not putting the effort into it no it's too much so much yeah. We forget about yeah. it so much. I've seen. I saw someone once put like a, a a cast on it and was like, "Sorry, my leg's broken. Like I can't do anything because Ugh. they got so tired of having to move the elf all the time." Oh my god! Well, the difficult thing is, you know, Bo is so creative. My wife is so creative. Yes. I don't know if you guys could have names. Mm-hmm. Uh, is so creative that she'll when she remembers, she does these great things. But then when we forget, I just like throw it into the tree <laughs> and everybody you know riley's kind of catching on now and she was like well uh not doing much today huh and i'm like uh, but no. see the elf on the shelf is another thing that they're going to understand that we're fucking liars which yeah. is the worst thing about being parents is that we're faking this entire thing but then we're legitimately lying to them about santa claus and the fucking tooth fairy and now elf on the shelf we're going to add elf on the shelf onto top easter of bunny I can't. before your kids were born you were th- firmly anti-santa correct yeah and i was now? too it's not right it's and then but now? it's still but now i mean come on see this is no, how this you works. have to but I you have chris, to believe me christmas morning when i was a kid it's better than any drug yeah ever yeah it is there's a there's a Fair whole reason behind it yeah but the face you get when they say to you and you have to tell them the truth mm. right is so devastating i know it's so devastating and then you, you don't tell them, like, right? You wait for them to tell you. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. Okay. No, no, no. Because I am wait. not telling. Riley, I don't think, There's believes anymore. Yeah. No way she believes. But I, she yeah, hasn't said know. anything, so I just keep playing along. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> she yeah. has access to the internet. <laughs> I think my son knows he's nine. He'll be 10 in August. Mm-hmm. I think he knows, but he totally plays it. Right. Because oh, I'm like, this is you're not getting this for Christmas. And he's too. like, but Santa will bring <laughs> it. I'm like, yeah. that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, exactly. Santa's not bringing it either. <laughs> like, he knows. He knows. He knows. That's exactly right. Yeah. I just started the other day getting to the point where I was like, Santa's not bringing you anything. <laughs> <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, I got this card. I'm playing it right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh you use it as a leverage tool for, for behavior. It's, it's May yeah. or like Santa's <laughs> watching. He's so here. there's an app that has like, it's a Santa naughty or nice meter. And I used to use it on the kids. I go, I'm going to get the Santa meter out to see if you're naughty or nice. And it depends on where you, you know, push your thumb to start the meter and they can't tell. So you put, you, you push it on one direction. It'll go like a little bit naughty or full on naughty or, or nice. And one year not thinking anything. I was like, let me just see, like they weren't being bad or anything. I think my little one was like maybe four years old. I was like, uh, um, and I, I put it to naughty and my God, he had such a breakdown. And I was like, no, 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 let's try it again. <laughs> we're using it in awful ways. See, this is the thing, though. Parenting is... And then a... I changed it to nice. And he was like... I mean, he, he was so upset. And yeah. I felt like a horrible human. I just thought it was funny just to yeah, like, you know, let's just see what happens. And he had a complete breakdown. Parenting is a master class <laughs> in using your life experience to manipulate people who have not been through the same things yeah. as you. It's literally... That's all you're doing the entire time. Yeah. For your benefit. Yeah. Behave or this, because I need to have a drink and you need you to You need quiet. leverage. You need some kind of leverage. <laughs> right. I or because if you don't have leverage, yeah. they win all the time. Yeah. They're yeah. so much better at manipulation than us, except for we have life experience. Yes. That's it. That's yeah. the only thing that we have over them. So we've we've come to why, the why period <laughs> for everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And according to my wife, because I fucking said so is not an appropriate answer. <laughs> <of why. laughs> I think it's appropriate. Yeah. I would say it all the time. <laughs> My husband says that all the time. That's yeah. like his standard go-to. Because it's you're questioning this yeah. uh, this uh, invisible authority that I actually have yeah. over two people. If don't question it. If it's you're not going to teach your children to question authority, I don't know what we're doing here. Uh-oh. Okay. I don't care. I, I tell my kids all the time, you can ask me right. all the time, but once the answer is there, then we go on about it. I want them to question the reason why they do things, right? Mm. I don't want them to just do things. Maybe I'm wrong. I look, no. I look like I'm wrong. It's yeah, okay. but except it doesn't annoy you that they're questioning you. No, not at all. See, that's what annoys me. None whatsoever. Because I say something and they're just like, but I don't, and I'm like, I don't even know who you think told you just to do something. <laughs> and that was me and I gave birth to you to so get the fuck out of my face and go do it. Like, why is that on me? Uh, what is that on an answer? It's not to say I don't get frustrated by yeah, the lies. Yeah. Maybe you live in this house that I pay for. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> and... I'm just going to need you to cooperate. Yeah. How about that? Let's and as soon it. as you can move out, do whatever the fuck you want. But even care. your kids are little. Like, imagine a 12-year-old yeah. oh, that, fully that's functioning like, and understand no, and is still, like, doing like. this. And I'm like, I don't know what this is happening, <laughs> yeah. but, or where you learned that from me. Get the hell out of my face right. and don't talk to the me The right majority now. of the, do you, you think their personality just springs up out oh, of oh, nowhere? Oh, no, honey. I see it. Yeah, right. It scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it scares me. It's terrible. Like our wiser, like she needs explanation for a lot of things, but hitting your sister, like I, I told, I explicitly told you why not to do that. And yeah. then you say why again. She's like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's tiny. <laughs> That's so funny. And you're tiny. I don't push you down to yeah. <laughs> The size so difference mean. is comparable. It's the same. Oh my gosh. Well, have you missed the kids a lot since you've been away? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. Wow. That's the right answer. Barefoot, that's the right answer. I Look, Enjoy I don't judge it. anybody. Enjoy every a, second of I it. I literally don't judge a single other parent. Yeah. Like, you would have to be a really, sh- real big shitbag for me to be like, you're a terrible parent. Yeah. Because this is so stupid. Like, it's just utter ridiculous what, what raising a child is. It's yeah. crazy. 
So what am I supposed to say? You're doing it wrong? Have you seen what I do with my children? <laughs> it's like literally the worst. Oh my God. Not at all. <laughs> well, are we, what do you think? Is this it? Is this I good? Think this is it. Okay. <laughs> still, yeah, we still have like 90 minutes of our I own know. podcast. Oh yeah. They still have to record. That's all right. I think I think our wives are going to um, go thrifting, so I, we'll probably get we'll buy, that'll probably buy us three hours. Yeah, yeah. So we're good. Yeah, because you guys re- usually record separately since Cody lives so far away. It'll be fun to be. This in the is same the room. most exciting. I'm excited like, I've ever been. I bet. I he, I know he's gonna roll his eyes, and I know you guys just hear me say everything's amazing and beautiful and lovely <laughs> and wonderful. But literally, one of the highlights of the last seven months has been being able to sit with my best friend. Mm-hmm. And record, and it's why sometimes you know we record for seven hours. I don't know because how you, you guys, guys see do each that. other. You guys see each other all the time. Yeah. yeah, I literally never see him. Yeah. So this these these hours that we sit and talk about, like you know how much doesn't make the podcast because it's just me laughing to like <laughs> grunt. Yeah. At him, like yeah. that's it's outrageous. Like yeah. he'll show me something on the internet, and I will just laugh until I can't even see anymore. <laughs> I gotta get, I gotta record over here more. I know. <laughs> Tina's I'm lovely husband is bringing us drinks. Aww. Thank you. I usually just walking around with my headphones. I had to move my setup closer to the refrigerator so I could not take my wired headphones out while I go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Cody has rushed me off the pot. I think I left it in this last time. He's like, did you feel it? I rushed you off last time. I was like, yeah. He's like, because you were going downhill fast, buddy. Oh, P.S. Let's talk about this for a second. It'll, I'll probably cut this out. It doesn't matter. But I asked such a good question, and then it didn't even make it to your podcast. And then you revisited it the next week. I am highly involved in their podcast. I'm sorry. And then you guys revisited it, but it wasn't as good as I thought it would could be, it could be. So Wait, what? I got I asked, drunk. Oh, I asked the question, yes, yes, what yes, movie yes. Do, would you want to live in? We definitely <laughs> talked about it. I, I mean, you guys kind of reference this, and I'm like, well, I guess it was somewhere in there. I don't know what happened. I think it was, I think the second answer was better. It was better. It was yeah, because we argued about like what the question was about. And I had an idea, and he had an idea. Yeah. So someone stopped recording. Is all I know. So I think we stopped recording because I got drunk, and uh, then and then we played the the because I texted him while I was while I was editing the podcast and i was like did we not do voicemails and he was like no we totally did voicemails and i was like it's not in here and he's like are you sure and i'm like dude it's not in here like i haven't found the voicemail thing i get all the way through it and i i didn't i honestly did not even remember listening to the question i was like send me the voicemail question so then he sends it to me and i play it on the computer and i was like we definitely didn't do this and he's like we definitely did this and then so then we start doing it on pod uh in the next yeah. episode and he's like nope that's the answer that's the exact answer you gave last <gasps> time because i was so drunk i don't remember listening to it oh or my recording god my answer. Oh it was god. the worst it was the worst so yeah. i ruined everything please don't hold that against Cody. i can't believe this wow it was a good question well i ruined everything because i'm the keeper of the Record button. So. <laughs> uh, they got shit on for the next question. It was like Hillary's run out of questions. You asked us if we believed in aliens. That's like a fucking great asshole. question. What do you mean? That's a fucking good question. I'm running out of parenting questions. I don't know what to ask on this podcast anymore. I'm running out of questions. Ask us general life questions, man. We're we're here. Hillary. I thought, I gotta tell you, I consider that a general life question. <laughs> like, okay, guys. If you could go to dinner with anybody, living or dead. Yeah, <laughs> oh. that's what I would ask. So this is this was so we 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 were playing table talk. So Bo and Jamie had never met. So one before of the things, this weekend before this weekend. Oh, so I forgot. 
Oh, we were playing. So Jamie likes table topics. I like table topics. So we started to play, and Cody could not have been less interested in any of the questions until there was one that, like, it was like the wah-wah of tabletop questions. <laughs> like, he was so excited to be involved in it. But, yeah, tabletop question. You don't want to do tabletop questions. We do, that. We do tabletop questions at dinner. I love my it. Son what does loves that mean? What do you look at? Is that a website or something? No. Well, we have, like, a box, and yeah. my oh. son just so picks out like, questions. and then right. It's yeah. like, who would you want to have dinner with, living yeah. or dead, one person? Yeah. So and then we just go around the table. Mike Riley loves yeah. it. Deuce loves it. Bo yeah. doesn't really care. Like she could not play. And then Jamie loves it. We and have then an aversion to it. It's yeah. weird. Cody, so what were the questions? I don't remember now. We were at they're like, yeah, they're just like, like random. It's like that one where you're like, have you anybody living or dead? Well, that wasn't easy. That was like, yeah. that was the question's fine. But, but it's like, what is, like, what is the worst back, thing? If, or, yeah. you know. if you could go back to and live, relive one year of your life, do you know what year you would relive? Stuff like that. Jesus. What, yeah. um, what would the, ch- the one that like, just I'm like, oh, it's like, <laughs> what would the chapters of your autobiography be titled? Oh my like, God. Yeah, <laughs> That's so good. That's so fun. Title, wait. I remember. I was like trying to break it up Playing, it was a similar game, oh and it was a. Uh, what would you title your? That much. What would you exactly. title your autobiography? And it, then my brother was, uh, "Oh God, why me?" That was oh, like Jesus. his title. <laughs> oh my God! I always remember that. Oh God, why me? That's a great. I has been. That's what I would title my autobiography. Oh, wow. barefoot. No, it's so good. <laughs> I just, I just corrected you on my own answer. Yeah, yeah. No, you're wrong. It's, yeah. it's definitely the best answer that I could have ever come up with. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh my goodness! Has been pretty good. <laughs> See, <laughs> hello, soulmates. Oh my god! Well, we, should I wrap it up, Tina? Yes. Well, yes, this we has do. been we lovely. We did promise our wives we would be back so they could go thrifting. Yes. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, that's right, because they have the kids. Yeah, and they're still gonna they're gonna go hit a and then we still gotta hit a Wawa on the way. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what do we get at Wawa? What what's on here? You get a sandwich. Definitely getting a sandwich. Yeah. Probably so what is Wawa? It's basically a Seven Eleven. But with better, f- the food gets cooked on like a grill. Like it, it don't don't. <laughs> <Just made laughs> <the order. laughs> a grill. <laughs> Manny, what are y'all doing next weekend? I'm taking you guys out to dinner at Wawa. <laughs> We can grab a couple tall boys inside. Yeah, eat in the parking lot. Yeah, let's do it, man. Some oh tall boys. God. We'll talk about the Civil War. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Barefoot. So, any other fun questions? No, Let's but do tabletop for like an hour. Oh, my goodness. I, I'll go get the box. Yes. <laughs> See, my tabletop goes like... <laughs> Dark. <laughs> yeah, it's like... If you were going to kill a man for sport, <laughs> what, would, what would be your method? No one ever wants to play. <laughs> That's a good one. What, what are you, psycho? Because <laughs> I want to make up. I immediately dumb, just, I got to like, tell you, I immediately just saw myself coming up behind somebody and sticking my fingers in their eyeballs oh and like pulling God. their eyes out. What are we doing? Wow. I don't know. That's immediately it's just uh, like what came in my head. I'm just going to go like this. To steal a line from... <laughs> One of the hosts of my favorite podcast. Can we just give peace a chance? Oh my god! Did you hear how hard I laughed at her when she said that? Oh I was like, no. I'm I not sent her a that. text message while listening in the car, waiting for Cody to come down. I was like, nothing is more indicative oh of god. the difference between the two of your personalities than you being like, I want Star Wars, and she's like, can we just not have yeah. wars anywhere? Can we blow up the moon because I'm here to see <laughs> That was so. She was just like, no, give peace a chance. I'm like, what the fuck? No, thank you. Yeah, we don't need we, we 
Yes. Uh, war. I mean, we've already fucked up the planet up. Let's just see what happens. We blow up the moon. No. Let's just do it. No. Let's see what I happens. Think, I think, I, I, I think a great moon. philosopher once asked war. What, what is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, all right, listen. Like, we okay. All right, this is it. This is a bunch of nonsense. Okay. Okay. Oh, Bye. First of all, you know how much we love you. I love you. This is like I really do. the best thing ever. Thank you, vaccinations. Yeah, yeah thank you, vaccinations. Like yes. And thank you, vaccinations, for bringing Cody all the way across the East Coast. Right. What's up? Oh, my God. This is so exciting, isn't it? It's been a lot. This has been actually really incredible. And I would like to ask for permission to simultaneously release it with you guys. I will yeah. send you the So bio. that both of our, le- view- or reader- or listeners, if they don't, if they don't yeah. usually yes. cross paths, can at least see amazing. how much we enjoy each other. I so will edit it and send it over to you. If- so we don't have to record today? Yes. No, you're not going <laughs> to know that. This is a special episode. Yeah, well, thank yeah. you for taking your time this morning, coming to see us. Yeah, thank you so much. We well, you guys know it. how we end our podcast, right? Saying I, I love you. I love you. Aww. I love you. Love you guys. Love you. Right. That's it. You know how we end. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you want to learn more about this week's guest, please follow the episode notes on our blog at themuckpodcast.fireside.fm and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at themuckpodcast. To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level. Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do it without you. Music for the Muck Podcast, written and performed by Sean Doherty.